What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> you have tuned in to the I Dads podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Eric, what's going on? Uh, just excited to be here, man. Uh, here we go again. Another week, man. Got a, got a lot of stories for you. <laughs> here, we, here we go. Here we go. I see you got your San Jose shirt on, which I love representing San Jose, the Bay Area, the 408. Uh, yep. Hey, we just, I just got done. I know you just got done. We just got done watching the Super Bowl. So tell me, what, what are some of the things that jumped out to you? I mean, the game or, or the whole setup in my backyard that I had to do. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me, right? You did the, you did the east side. The, the I did the east side setup, thing. right? I literally just took my TV in the backyard and, and connected the Roku and pretty much the sound bar. And I have a couple couches that I actually was in transition. I bought new couches and I had put them outside because I was going to get rid of them. And they just came in handy with, with, with the Super Bowl. And I just put a sheet over them and we all sat down. Some of the nephews came over and we would just watch the game over in our backyard. And it was, it was awesome. It was an awesome game. I, I blowout. I was actually rooting for, for Kansas city. I, you know, I'm not much of a Brady Brady fan, although I respect his career, but um, I mean, he just, he, you know, that, that just for, to tells me that I shouldn't be betting against him. I mean, he is the goat. So that's why they call him the goat for a reason, but you know, I'm a Kansas city fan. I'm a 49er fan. So one of the main things is, you know, I'm rooting for Kansas city. I just couldn't do the Tampa Bay thing. You know, it was kind of tough for me because as a 49er fan, um, you know, back in the day when, when Joe Montana left and he went to Kansas city, you know, every, a lot of people I know, and even myself were like, Oh man, I'm a, I'm a chiefs fan now just because of Joe Montana. Um, exactly. so Kansas city kind of always had a, a place in my heart, but you know what? Number one, <laughs> the East side setup to watch the super bowl is dope, right? <laughs> I, the, the most fun I've had at watching sporting <laughs> events has been the ghetto east side <laughs> setup where you got all the homies in the backyard exactly. the barbecues going the tv sitting on some rinky dink table that <laughs> everybody's like don't touch the table the tv might fall you know and they're yeah. just everybody's just back there chilling like so <laughs> so the setup you have i'm envious of uh oh, what man. were you barbecuing though uh, we had a little bit of carne asada. We had uh, the nephew really hooked it up with some ribs, some tri-tips, some, you know, some slow-cooked chicken, some bar barbecue chicken. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was, I mean, we had the works pretty, let's put it that way. I'll tell you what, social media and the Super Bowl, it makes me hungry. I saw my, I saw a <laughs> lot of pictures on social media. My cousin posted one, my cousin Casey, he posted one of this beautiful brisket that he had been smoking Ooh. since like three o'clock in the morning. So that fool's committed to the barbecue game. Yeah. Um, he's committed to the Super Bowl game because waking up at three o'clock in the morning to go out there and barbecue is just crazy. But uh, that's what I dads do. I mean, exactly. I dad set up ghetto setups outside <laughs> to barbecue, to hang out with friends and family. And, and he did it perfect, you know, uh, social well, distancing. Well, I actually used one of, you know, a small little table that my that my daughter kind of, you know, does a lot of her creative artwork. And she's three years old. She's like, what are you doing with my table out here? You know, and <laughs> I was using all the furniture I could out there. So it included my daughter's little, you know, art table. So, <laughs> hey, you and you got to do what you got <laughs> to do, though. 
Um, yeah. I, you know, I watched Super Bowl with my dad, uh, my brother, cut my uh, my brother-in-law, and one of my friends. And and I'll tell you, Mike, this is what it was like watching it with my brother. He goes, "Man, that was a great game. I'm so glad the San Jose Sharks won the Super Bowl." And I'm like. <laughs> You know, um, so you, what I did see that there's a couple of things that, that stand out to me from the Super Bowls. Number one, you're right. Never bet, bet against Tom Brady. Uh, everybody was asking me, hey, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I said, don't bet against Tom Brady. That's who I'm rooting for. He'll probably they may lose, but don't bet against Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I learned my lesson. I mean, you know, just, with, you know, with Tom Brady and, you know, I'm just, just rooting for Kansas City because, I mean, like I said, we have this attachment for, you know, with, with Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and, you know, and it just, you know, rooting for Kansas City was just the option for us as well. What did you, you think know? of the halftime show? Uh, the halftime show, I mean, I'd rather, you know, to, to be honest with you, I mean, you know, the weekend was, you know, it was, it was a good, good, good performance, but, uh, you know, I'd rather, you know, see J-Lo and, and Shakira, you know, going out there. That might be just the Hispanic heritage that's it's calling that, but or just you know the hot bodies they might have. You know, hopefully my wife doesn't see this, but you know, <laughs> you know, you know it's it's just, I don't know. The thing with my wife was stoked. She's like the weekend. She couldn't she? wait. She couldn't wait all week. That she came yeah. in the room to watch the halftime show. That's the only thing she watched, um, and yeah. then she left immediately. And I looked over it at one point. Um, you know, because I was really, really into the game going into halftime. But and I looked to her at one point and I said, man, I've never been so ready for the weekend to be over. <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt like it felt like it was going on forever. And at one point I was just ready to watch the game again um, exactly. because it was just going on forever. And another thing, did you see that commercial for Oatly Milk? Oatly Milk. No, I did see that. Oh, yes. The one, oh, the one with the piano. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, the C, that's the CEO of the company. That is the hey, CEO of the company. Th that's why we're, we're, we're brothers from another mother, man. I mean, you, you saw the same one. I was just, I was just capping on that guy, dude. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you, who sits around in that boardroom for Oatly Milk and goes, hey, we're going to spend a million dollars on a commercial. <laughs> And our commercial is going to be our CEO sitting in a field <laughs> singing terribly. I mean, his voice was horrible. The song was terrible. <laughs> cow, wow, how, mow. No cow, no, no cow, cow, no wow. Like, I was just like, I was like, are you serious? So <laughs> that was the highlight of the Super Bowl for me. Was yeah. definitely... Definitely the cow commercial, the Oatly commercial, and they're getting tons of publicity out of that commercial. <laughs> Especially with the no cow, no cow. I was like, dude, what is this little, little square guy doing in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> I immediately looked on Twitter and it was like trending. It was number four, Oatly. Already. Oh, so listen, Oatly Milk, while I disagree with your marketing strategy, it worked out brilliant, right? I mean, I remember it. It's the only thing I remember from that, from the Super Bowl commercials. So, yeah, no, I, I like the Dorito commercial, the 3D one, where he, where he got stuck in the vending machine. That one was actually pretty cool. Too. The Matthew McConaughey, one? yeah, the Matthew yeah. McConaughey commercial. That yeah. was pretty good where he was flat the whole time. And then all, exactly. of a sudden, all of a sudden he gets those 3D Doritos, which I'm not sure. I'm not sure about because, you know, it's like 
what's in the middle of those Doritos? Just air. It's that's a bugle at that point. That's not a Dorito. That's a bugle. We've done that in the chip game. Like it's, it's, it's like the Mexican chips, bro. They got just you know you got the chips way at the bottom. And it's just full of air. Exactly. Exactly. It's a ripoff. Don't buy them. It's a ripoff. Doritos 3D chips. Great commercial. Terrible chips. Yeah. No, I don't know. They're probably they're probably pretty good chips. Who doesn't love Doritos? But, uh, Again, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to us here at the I Dads podcast. And, and we hope that you'll take the time to, to throw us a like, to give us a subscribe. Um, we hope that you, you enjoy the content that we're putting out here. Um, we're enjoying doing it. Uh, we're having a good time. This is our first official episode. Um, right. So we just want to say thank you for being here. Uh, Eric, I mean, that sounds like a shirt, man. I'm telling you, I love it. It's popping. Well, born and born and raised in Eastside San Jose, so you know I got to represent. So, I love it. I love it. You see how these, you know, it's like you know going to going to high school in the East Side was a little tough. You know, you know how that goes. You know, with with in the East Side going to school, trying you, to learn wait, wait, at wait, the wait. same time. What do you know? mean going to school in the East Side? We we know that you going to school meant showing up and then disappearing oh. for the rest of the day. <laughs> Come on, you know me. You know me too well. Come on. Every time it was roll call, there was an empty chair that said my name on it. <laughs> well, listen, so talking about <laughs> Is that school, why you have the empty chair next to you? I do. I'm hey man, I'm just I've been waiting for you to show up for the Super Bowl and and <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You you'd rather kick it outside in your backyard. I just, I just I had to I had to do the, the ghetto setup. You know how that goes. I had to just set it all up for you. So so what? Because you're doing the ghetto setup, you can't invite your one white friend? Well, you was your set. You should have. Yeah, I should have invited you. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's, I apologize. All, it's all good. Hey, but you know what? It works both ways, though. Hey, that's true. That's true. Right, what, you, what was my invite? You could have rolled over here, man. <laughs> but 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 you've been watching the game with the Sharks fans. <laughs> that's true, right? <laughs> you know, so you may have had it better over there. I don't know. But we talk about school. We talk about high school. So. Um, as dads, you and I both got the experience, uh, this year of a hundred days of, of school, of social distancing school. Correct. What, what uh, what did a hundred days look like for you? I mean, I mean, here in California, as you can see, you know, with, with all the homeschooling, you know, connecting to the Wi-Fi, you know, getting your laptop, you know, set up, you know, getting locked out, you know, so there's, there's a, it's a, I mean, there's a lot of challenges, you know, going through the, through the homeschooling. Um, I mean, that, that's kind of the main thing was for us, you know, with my daughter, my nine-year-old was getting her, you know, connected, getting her situated, getting her that area where she could concentrate and actually, you know, you know, go through the class, you know, and, and pay full attention. Um, I mean, a lot of this, this new, new uh, core learning, I mean, it's, it's new to me. Um, and it's new to her. So, I mean, if we're both learning at the same time and I have to work and come back and also try to solve the, the, the core learning and try to teach her, it, I mean, that's kind of where, where, where I had a challenge with, with, with learning. I know you but, went through something similar, right? Listen, we, we have to, we, I mean, we got to hand out a lot of thank yous after this pandemic's over. Um, you know, we think the first responders, we think essential workers, you know, but we need to thank these teachers uh, for doing this homeschooling because this is a nightmare. We got to thank uh, the parents, uh, the moms, the I dads, the dads out there that have been holding it down during this homeschool. And to make it 100 days, that's is 
is a huge accomplishment. Um, but you're right. I mean, the, the, the common, the common core math, uh, <laughs> drives me insane. Listen, I'm, you know, I went through school, I did math. I got through the, you know, all the curriculum that the schools asked me to do in math. So I know how to do math. And now you're giving us this new way of math, this new way of doing math that you haven't been teaching before. And that's fine. You want to give us that new way of math. That's cool. But then you're going to call it common core. What is common about it? It's a new system of math. It's not common. It's uncommon core math. And it stinks. Quite frankly, it stinks. That's my rant on math. Uh, you know, I, I just the hundred days of school, I, I, you know, God bless my wife. You know, I see her helping my son with the homework, with the schoolwork. And then I see her at night when he's in bed. She's over there on the computer doing schoolwork, learning how to do it. Like you said, you know, yeah. you, we have to learn it first and then so that we can teach it to our kids. That's tough. It's tough, man. <laughs> I mean, so that simple two plus two equals four is it's two. How many ones are in the ones place? It's just, it's, it's a nightmare. I mean, it's just, I, it, I'm pulling my hair just to telling, telling my daughter, look, it's four. Just put the number four there and let's, let's move on to the next, the next question. And she's the one kind of correcting me and telling me, no, you need, dad, that's not the way you do it. That's the old way of doing it. Right. So that's kind of like, you're the old, you know, I, I felt so old when she said that to me. That's the old way of doing it. I said, it's, it's the right way. It's the Did I get the answer right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the that's the right way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm. I'm. Hundred days of school is. A, listen, we should have. We should have thrown a bigger party for it. There should have been bigger acknowledgement, bigger fanfare for it. Uh, nice. In my house, my kids made huge posters. My wife helped to make huge posters for hundred days of school. Yeah. I bought my wife a wonderful cricket. Uh, cutting machine and so my wife designed some t-shirts we made some dope t-shirts that the kids could wear um you know we really wanted to make a big deal out of it because uh for all the parents out there the moms yeah. the dads and the teachers the school systems um it, that's huge uh because this year would have been this year's you know 2020 sucked already um but i'm thankful that there's been at least something for the kids for the kids, yeah, so, something that they can unite and you know communicate and yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, thank all the all the all the teachers that are you know homeschooling that are that are actually showing up every day, connecting, and you know trying to do the best they can to communicate to these children that their attention might not be there a hundred percent, and and giving them the right breaks, you know, kind of you know homeschooling it's just it's a totally different challenge. I mean, as you know, here in California. You know, with all the fires, a lot of people that are watching might not know that, you know, here in California with all these fires, I mean, power outages, your Wi-Fi connections were down. I mean, there's so many challenges out there for, for homeschooling. And, you know, the teachers would, would, would understand, you know, when your household was, you know, without power or, or you know, you didn't have a Wi-Fi connection. So um, and then that's kind of kudos to all the, all the teachers that are, you know, that might watch. Um, we do appreciate your your hard work in teaching our children and homeschooling them teachers i mean it, it listen it's it's taken a village it's taken a village 
to to raise our children during COVID. And it take, it's taken a lot of people in a lot of resources and a lot of effort from a lot of people to to pull pull this off. Um, and it's pretty impressive, you know, it's, and it shows the resiliency that we have as a, as hum, humanity, um, which is kind of cool, uh, to see. So hundred days, cheers, cheers to us, man. You know, yeah. props, mad props <laughs> to us for a hundred days. I dad's out there way to go. Keep it up. You know, hopefully we're coming up to the end line of this, but, uh, at least, you know, for us here in California, for those of you in other states, hey, I, I was, I checked out some of the YouTube stats, like we're, we're like super popular in New Jersey of all places, you know, like <laughs> really? that's where wow. like most of the listeners were coming from was New Jersey. And I'm like, I don't even have a New Jersey accent or anything. I'm some, <laughs> some chill white dude from California, you know, like I'm a surfer basically. Right. <laughs> And then yeah, I got, right. and then the so token correct. Mexican, you know, right? There you go. <laughs> the token California Mexican. So, uh, 100 days of school, we did it. Um, I, I wanted, I, you know, I this last week for for me was, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a pun out there, and it's gonna be such a cheesy joke. Uh, it's even a even even today watching the football game. My brother David was telling me he's like. Oh, are you going to tell another dad joke? Is this a dad joke for your podcast? Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I have another cheesy joke is I did. I did have a crappy week this last week. Um, we have one. We have two bathrooms in my house and we have the hall bathroom, which is is that's the kids bathroom. But every time I go in there, it it smells like it smells like you know, like something's been sitting in the toilet for a little while and didn't get flushed, yeah. which is if you got kids, that's very common. Um, but it just always smelled and I can never figure out. It's not a suit. It's not the O-ring underneath the, the toilet seat or anything like that. Listen, I'm an you know? dad. It's my job to figure these things out. And, right? and I, was, I was really <laughs> struggling to figure out why my bathroom smelled like <laughs> urine. And um, and I and I the other day I had to go. It was one of those situations as a, as a man, as a dad, uh, yeah. where time, time is of the essence, you know, and, <laughs> and I beelined it for that bathroom and it, it, it's the closest bathroom. When you come in my house, it's the closest bathroom to get to rather than going to the bathroom, which I prefer, which is mine, which is all the way in the master bedroom. I beeline it to the bathroom. Eric, have you ever had to go? Yeah, no, okay. definitely. Listen, so, so <laughs> like, this is not the way. <laughs> this isn't an uncommon problem for men, for us, I dads, for anybody. I get to that bathroom. I hook it around the corner. I, I get ready to do what I need to do. And I go to get on the toilet seat and bro, the toilet seat was like a slip and slide. <laughs> I flew off that thing and I hit the wall. <laughs> so now I'm starting to put pieces together, right? You know, maybe the smell is because. I have a nine-year-old son uh, who wakes up oh. in the middle of the night and goes to the bathroom and does his, his thing. And, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but, but I heard in, in prison, you know, they, they make dudes <laughs> when they go to the bathroom in prison, you got a celly um, dudes don't stand up and go to the bathroom in prison. I don't know if personally, I've never been myself. I've never been in that situation. <laughs> But you I've seen documentaries. Right? <laughs> well, I'm not asking the Mexican guy. I'm just saying, like, I've seen documentaries. You know, I'm pretty sure it's true. 
<laughs> my Wait, tat. Are you showing your neck, your neck tat? Okay. All right. Chill out, Vato. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out, Vato. So, uh, so, so now I'm wondering if I have to have a conversation with my son on how to, you know, how to go to the bathroom in prison. Like, is that a good idea? Like, do I need to teach my son how to go to the bathroom? Listen, son, you need to sit down and go to the bathroom, you know, <laughs> even when you're going number one. Um, so, I mean, the, the, you know, that was mine. You know, I had to rush and use the restroom. Then, you know, a few days later, my son's doing homeschool. Here we are talking about homeschool again. And he had asked his teacher if he could use the restroom. And she said, yeah, yeah, hold on. Because my son's constantly taking advantage. Listen, like us, like we did in school. Right. <laughs> I go to the bathroom and we disappear to the bathroom and we're gone the whole period, right? <laughs> we're gone the whole time during school because we found some chick in the hallway or one of our homies that we're chopping up with, right? Yep. I mean, Eric, that's why no, you missed so much school. That's that's why there was an empty seat in, in the class. I right. mean, it was <laughs> I was always out in the hallways. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, so my son does that. So the teacher said, hold on a second. Well, you know, it's the the true story where the boy that, who cried wolf, you know, this was an emergency. And so so he had a little accident um, during school, during the Zoom call in his bedroom. <laughs> And I happened to be home from work and my dear wife, you know, is listen, this is the I dad's podcast. And you think you'd come on here and we're dads. We're going to be bagging on our wives. Um, just wait, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll uh, get to that. Please. But right now, you know, my dear wife is in there and she's scrubbing and cleaning and cleaning and scrubbing. And it's, you know, I go in there hours later and it just stinks. And I'm like, listen, whatever he did on that rug is not coming out it's we it's gotta go and so uh so that was my week man you know my week was filled with uh with bathroom experiences how about yours hey, man if you're talking about bathroom experiences i mean you should talk to my wife she's always complaining that for some reason she says i pee on the floor you know i don't know what, i don't know what she's talking about you know she says she puts on her socks and she comes out with wet socks i mean i i don't i don't i don't know if it's the o-ring on the on the toilet seat or i'm not aiming correctly i don't know what's going on here so <laughs> is that your me, go-to I, is that your go-to if something's wrong in the bathroom hey it's got to be the o-ring on the toilet it's the o-ring on the toilet or something something's <laughs> leaking out of the toilet i i just don't know man and it, and the wife, the wife, you know, she's, she, she actually monitors when I go to the bathroom and make sure that I don't, you know, you know, spill anything on the side or anything. And, you know, it's just, yeah, the wife is, the wife is just cracking the whip on that. So, I mean, that's your nine-year-old, you know, so maybe it's something. something so basic, like, basically what you're saying is I need to have the talk with my son and you on how to, we need both, how we to, both need training, how to prison pee. <laughs> I need to teach you fools how to prison pee is what you're telling me. I don't think I need to sit down and pee yet. You know, I, I just, it, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't look right. You're going into the men's room and you're sitting on the, on the urinal. That, that just doesn't look right. You know, hey man. <laughs> just, you just got to make the, you got to make the changes. You got to adapt, you know, it's just, you know, I have to, I have to aim better. That's all it is, you know, but hey, it doesn't I, help when you're, it doesn't help when you're watching the Super Bowl and you're halfway drunk and you know, you go in there and you just, just peeing all over the place. You well, know? I think it's an easy excuse to blame men, right? Because we're the only, <laughs> right? we're the only ones standing aerial shooting uh, liquid down. And so it's an easy excuse, but you know, my, my counterpoint would be, how do you know it's mine? How do you know it's not yours? Let's get hey, it tested. It's, it's, a, it's the same, it's the same uh, issue we have with who's putting the toilet seat down. 
I said it takes the same amount of effort to bring it down as you can bring it up. No, oh, man. See, <laughs> see, uh, see, you're you're, you're, you're a ter- you're a terrible husband. You're just a terrible <laughs> husband. The fact that, that you can't put the toilet seat down, you're just a terrible husband. That's all that is. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it's just, it's just you know, it's the argument. But then after that, you know, we always give in, and 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 I have to put the toilet seat down. That's just the way it is. Yeah, so speaking- new rules around the house now. You know, and the late the, the wifey. She she owns them so. Well, speaking speaking of always <laughs> of always of always being in the wrong, you know, I, I here with here with my wife recently we had a little um, uh, conversation uh, uh-huh. that uh, you know towards the end of the conversation it it showed out that I was right and she was wrong, you know, it was one of these very rare moments. It's like seeing a unicorn or a leprechaun. <laughs> a very rare moment where I was right and she was wrong, right? And so she apologized, which is awesome. Nice. But right after the apology, I I'm like a little puppy dog, like, oh, you're the greatest, babe. Oh, I love you. You're so wonderful. <laughs> and I'm like, man, just five minutes ago, I was so mad at her, waiting for this apology, and I get it. And I immediately <laughs> turn into this like little whip dog, you know, at her feet, just like, oh, pay attention to me, please. <laughs> it's like, man, even when I'm right and I win, I lose. Oh, yeah. And and that's that's part of being a man. <laughs> that's part of being wow. a husband. That's part of being an eye dad. Uh, yeah. That's why I dads, I dads put the toilet seat down. Put the toilet seat down, I dads. Hey, I dads, I dads. If you gotta do it, prison Pete. Just do it. You know, let's we let's stop playing games. You know, prison Pete. Hey, you know what? And it's funny. I even I googled it. I looked it up because I wanted to make sure that like, is this a thing? And I'm telling you, if you got a celly in prison, that's how they do it. But they don't sit like they're going number two. They sit facing forward. So it's almost like you, you, it's double, like you get ultimate privacy, you get ultimate control, you know? So, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll, uh, I'll do a masterclass on, on prison. prison pee. Pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to look it up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so, so we got some of our listeners just right. They're actually going, going to Google right now, Googling prison P. <laughs> no, no, we probably have some listeners, prisoner, or prisoners, listeners that have been prisoners that are probably listening, going, man, these guys are idiots, man. If I saw them in the yard, I would shank them so fast. You know what I mean? These fools don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. Right. They don't know nothing about prison P. They you know, know prison P here, you know. <laughs> It's the PPP prison P position. <laughs> wow. So we start, I, I talked last week a little bit about the word ghosting and um, again, again, you know, I was, I was again talking at the Super Bowl with, with some of my fam and it's like, they're like, gosh, you're just such an, you're just, you're an old man. Like you're not going to be cool. You're not going to be hip quit right. trying and because i listen i thought my i thought my uh the weekend halftime joke was hilarious i thought it was gold you know <laughs> that like i've never been so excited for the weekend to end nobody's ever uttered those words in humanity like <laughs> oh i'm looking so forward to monday 
<laughs> I'm so excited for the weekend to end. Nobody's ever uttered that. But we talked about ghosting last week. Uh, I got I got another one for you this week. You ready? All right. No cap. No cap. No okay. cap. Uh, some, I was talking to one of the guys at work. I was telling him, hey, this is how things need to go. And he looked at me and he goes, no cap. No cap. And I turned around. Baseball cap or what? And I'm thinking, <laughs> do we need to put a cap on something? Uh, is, you know, is something spilling somewhere? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I was thoroughly confused. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, so I had to go uh, again because listen, we have iPads, we have iPhones, we have iMacs, we have iTunes, and now we have iDads. And what have all those other things done for you? They've enriched your life, they've bettered your life, right? So iDads is here to enrich and better your lives. And we're and we're going to discuss no cap. What does that mean? Because um, I'm telling you, I, there's a lot of guys I talk to and when they speak, it's like, they're speaking a foreign language to me. Yes. No, just, he's talking to my nephews. I mean, they, it's just, honestly, it's a totally different language that they speak. Um, and then, yeah, no cap. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of the common words that they use a lot. Yeah. Um, no cap. And I'm like, okay. So again, I, I mean, what it means is it, like, we're not joking around, not messing around. Um, what was the, what was the word back in the day that we were using when we were, you know, no, messing no. around? No joke, no joke. No joke. No joke. Uh, this is, this, uh, this is one, hey, Eric, this is one for you. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're, if you're I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready for it. It's kind of a bougie word, um, <laughs> but it's uh, what was it? Not real talk. <laughs> Um, oh man, it totally slipped my mind too, but it it was, it's one that like, I hear the, the, the white folk use a lot, (laughs) white folk use a lot, you know, mega serious. That's what it is. Mega serious. serious. Yeah. Like if you're telling the truth and someone, someone wants to know if, are you really telling the truth? They're like, no, I'm mega serious. And I'm like, what the mega serious. That sounds really fruity. Really serious. Yeah. (laughs) But, but I get. I guess you would just say no cap. I'm not capping. No cap. No cap. So, so the people that are seeing us, I don't. I don't pee <laughs> the floor. Okay, even though I said I did. No cap. Right? No cap. It wasn't you. Did no. You say that? No cap. It was not you. And <laughs> your wife can't prove it. Right. Um, you know, you're you're a convenient suspect in that household. You're surrounded <laughs> by three women. What, what is your is your dog a male or female? Female, female. So you're screwed, dude. You got you're surrounded by female in that house. So at the end of the day, you better put the toilet seat down because you're in a house full of females. Yes. And at the end of the day, also she can't prove that those little piddles on the floor belong to you. <laughs> Even if she tries. She'll try. Innocent <laughs> until proven guilty. Well, listen, in the court of law, that is very true. Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> in the court of marriage, it's <laughs> until proven innocent. Exactly. Any, the any, wife is right. And even when you're proven innocent, you're probably still guilty. Yes. So, Eric, Case we're running closed. out of time here. 
Um, I want to thank you again for joining. I want to thank our listeners for listening. Again, you've tuned in to the iDads podcast. Uh, if you could throw us a subscribe, throw us a like, throw a comment, throw a comment in there. Say, hey, Eric, that sounds a shirt stupid. Or, hey, Matt, uh, Randy Moss doesn't play for the Niners anymore. Why are you wearing <laughs> that jersey? From, no cap. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no cap. Why are you wearing that jersey, homie? Um, so, Eric, I want to thank you for being with me. As oh, thank always. you, Matt. Thank you as well, too. Thank our listeners. You know, we'll be back next week. We got a lot more content for them. Hey, we got a few listeners. Hey, listen, we got not only do we got content for for everybody. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, the, the iDads next week are going to give you some surefire, solid Valentine's Day tips. Okay. So tune in next week. We'll have some Valentine's Day tip, tips. Um, we also have an interview coming up with a good friend of mine who's who just started a movement uh, that I'm excited to talk about. Uh, so we'll have that coming up. So continue uh, tuning in. Continue listening. Eric, as always, man, you're a beautiful Mexican man over there. Repping San Jose hard. <laughs> Uh, I love you, man. Uh, I thank you. Likewise, and, likewise, man. You know. And we appreciate you all listening. We appreciate your time. We know you got a lot of options, but listen, you mess around with your iPads, you mess around with your iPhones, you mess around with your iTunes, with your iMac. It's time now to mess around with some iDads. No cap. No cap.